everyone, it's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps Chat. This episode of DevOps Chat features a, a friend of DevOps.com, frequent contributor, author, podcast guest, none other than Eric Minnick of IBM and Urban Code. Eric, welcome to DevOps Chat. Hey, it's good to be with you, Alan, as always. Fantastic. So, Eric, you've been with Urban Code since, like, about 1868, but your your role has changed a little bit. Um, what what exactly is kind of the title role these days? Yeah, no, I'm looking after uh, product management responsibility across the Urban Code portfolio as well as rational testing. Uh, so uh, have just a wonderful team, and boy, boy, we're doing some good things. So having fun. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so Eric, you know, we we only have. 15, 20 minutes here, I wanted to jump right into a couple of topics I want to talk. The first thing that I wanted to bring up was this concept of like uh, day two DevOps, as you call it, or DevOps day two. Let's explore that. First, let's tell our audience, what do you mean by that? Yeah, you know, I I think, you know, we we look at how things were a couple of years ago, and there were a lot of organizations running their DevOps pilots, trying to figure out, like, is this going to work for us and, and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I think I, I think we know it works, <laughs> don't we, by this point? I, I would, you know, well, <laughs> I hope so, but we'll, we'll just keep <laughs> publishing on it, uh, you know, and, until everyone finally agrees. But, yes, you're right. Yeah, it's. I think you know people are looking at it's like, all right, I got a little pockets of DevOps here, some some DevOpsy teams over there. How, how am I gonna roll this out across my enterprise? I think we got good stuff here. How are we gonna do it at scale? Um, so there's there's some scalability challenges. There's also, you know, in organizations that had some really good ground up work. Like you have a couple of different teams who built stuff ground up, and then they look across the way. And they're using totally different um, tool chains. And then you got some poor guy who's been, you know, dubbed the the VP of DevOps, and is being asked, "Well, how's the DevOps going?" And so it's got to make sense out of teams that are on different tool chains and try to pull data out of that. Get new teams onto maybe one or both or some other tool chain. Um, and so the, the scaling and trying to reconcile across all these different tools um, seems to be the, the challenge of the hour. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. Um, you know, Eric, it's funny you mentioned this whole thing, like, can we agree it works and, and what have you? Because you, like me, we, we probably live in a little bit of a DevOps bubble where we're not really talking to companies who either haven't already started their DevOps journey or are, you know, contemplating starting their DevOps journey. But there are people outside of our bubble, right? There are, there are. I mean, I think I saw, oh, it was one of the analysts, um, you know, who just said, yeah, but it's, 40% 40% are well on their way through their journey. 40% are seriously kicking it off now. And then there's 20%. Um, 
Yeah. I spoke to a different analyst who said, yeah, I just think that 20% is just going to go out of business. Um, and, and you saw my article the other day. I agree. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, 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 you're not at least getting ready to start the journey. Um, well, I guess I should say I'm really worried about you. I was going to say I'm not that worried about you, but um, ah, I, it's, it's, it's go time. Yeah. It, it, it is, no doubt about it. So, but Eric, for those folks who are sort of entering day two of DevOps, right? And, and I think this is a problem. So many people, you know, they prepare for that D-Day assault of day one and don't really have the day two plan in place. What, what can we, what, you know, what words of sage advice do we have for them? What? Where can they go to get information on this? What, you know, what, what can they do? So I, I think it's really important um, not to disrupt what's working, right? If, if you've got teams that are out on some weird tool chain that's not the enterprise standard, but it's really, really working, let them run, right? I, I think... Um, you know, that, that sort of data has come out, uh, we saw in the Accelerate book uh, by, by Forsgren et al. Um, that, yeah, you, you want to empower teams, you want to let them um, run with, with good tool chains that are working. The, the ones that aren't, um, hey, this, this is why I have a very active tools business, is replacing tools that don't work with, with tools that work really well, um, or, or helping teams that don't have uh, good automation capabilities around continuous delivery or testing. Um, but then I think you got to really look at, all right, how am I going to get a view across what's going on? How do I normalize some data? You know, if we know that the key metrics in, you know, for DevOps are things like um, lead time from code to production, all right, how am I going to understand that across a number of tools and, and normalize that? Uh, so that's an area we've been doing a lot of work on in, in the tool space. Uh, some other folks are doing that as well. Um, this, is, this is pretty achievable these days. Agreed. So I guess when we start talking about issues around and, and you know blueprints and plans for day two, the logical you know, next step is, well, what about day three? <laughs> well, let, let's let's see what breaks in day two first. Um, I, I I don't know it yet. Um, I, I guess my dream, right? If if day one is you have a bunch of DevOps pilot projects, and day two is you hire a VP of DevOps to you know spread these new ways of working across your enterprise. Um, day three is you don't need that VP anymore, right? That that you're dedicated. You know, we bring the DevOps group within your organization isn't needed because your transformation is complete. You're an agile technology um, powerhouse within your business, helping the business along. You don't need that transformation team anymore. This is just the way that you work. Um, so I, I, I'm hoping that's that's day three, right? That, that all these people do transformations and, and move on to the next big thing. Fair enough. You know, I, I'm hoping so too, Eric, though. 
I hope that doesn't put me out of a job. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I think we got a decade or two, man. Yeah, no, I, I think I've got enough runway. Um, so, Eric, let's let's turn from DevOps Day Two and DevOps Day Three to um, uh, what's going on specifically with Urban Code. You've got some new releases out, both community and, and enterprise or commercial editions. Mm-hmm. Listen, what's up? Yeah, so uh, Urban Code Velocity is our, our, our kind of brand new star. Um, so, so we shipped a community edition earlier this year, and then in the the last little bit, we came out with the the full uh, commercial edition. Um, and you know, I mentioned earlier, yeah, now there's tools that pull together the data from different tool chains. Yep, that's that's, that's where we're running with velocity. Yep. Um, you know, looking at things like a lot of our customers have, you know, an urban code deploy for a huge chunk of their workload. And, you know, they've got some teams doing uh, something else. Oftentimes it's, you know, simpler apps. They're running it just on a Jenkins pipeline or something. And they want to view across that. Uh, very often they need to coordinate a delivery across the two where, hey, I need to kick this thing in Jenkins and that thing and Urban Code Deploy at the same time. So we want to make sure that you've got, you know, a, a common view of what's in your test environment, even if uh, different uh, pieces and parts of your application are, are being delivered by different tools. Um, and that you're able to understand things like lead time, um, cycle time, uh, deployment success rates, kind of the, the heartbeat pulse health of your, your continuous delivery um, flow. So um, really excited about Velocity. Um, it, it's in this brand new market space. Some people are calling it value stream management. Others are calling it you know, DevOps, tool chain orchestration. Um, but it gets into this idea that you know, lots of people are using lots of different tools to get value out the door uh, as part of your organization and, and having a view across that and a, a way to uh, kind of orchestrate across that is, is really powerful. Um, so yeah, people are checking it out, they're loving it. Um, it's, it's a ton of fun, right? The, the funnest time in a, a product manager's life is you know launching that new product. So uh, <laughs> good times. Absolutely. So. You know, in a way, though, this kind of goes back to Urban Code's roots, right? With Urban Code's roots in open source and free software, commercial editions and all that. Yeah. Um, nostalgia, Eric, in, in that or lessons learned doing it better? Um, yeah, I, I think a little better. Yeah, we, we did start out with good old Antil um, as an open source product. Um you know, to, to have a, a community edition and just say, yep, here's the here's what you get for free, um, which is a, really a lot of reporting right now for uh, Urban Code Deploy. And, and here's what you get when you step up. Uh, that feels good and, and a lot cleaner than, than perhaps what, uh, you know, we had tried 15 years ago when, when we tried to build a, an open source business. Mm-hmm. Uh, no doubt, no doubt about it, Eric. Then the um, give another version of Urban Code out. Yeah, was it seven or something? 
Yeah, we, we uh, shipped a, a 7.0 for Urban Code Deploy. Um, and that's a big deal for us. Uh, you know, Ur- Urban Code Deploy started at like at four. So seven is <laughs> not, you know, we, we do big chunky versions for this. Um, six came out uh, a few years ago. So uh, what got us over to a seven is, um, you know, some re-architecture under the hood. Uh, that's getting us up from being able to manage, you know, in the neighborhood of, you know, 10,000 uh, machines on a, a master cluster of, of urban code deploy to being able to deploy to something closer to 100,000. Um, so often 10x is a pretty good improvement. Um, not, so not, not too shabby. Not too shabby. And, you know, that, that's that's where we're field of the day, too, right? You know, when when we were shipping this thing five years ago, we asked clients, well, what's the most you'd anticipate ever deploying to? And they'd say, I don't know, a couple thousand machines might be appropriate for this. Um, but now you walk into a bank and, you know, they've got 100,000 VMs under management and they want to get to all of it, right? They want to scale. Uh, and so, you know, this, I, I guess the, the two sides of the coin here, right? So urban code deploy say, hey, if, if you've got something that works in urban code deploy and you want it everywhere in your organization, we're going to make sure there aren't barriers to that, right? Big emphasis on that. All right. If you've got a little of everything um, and you want to make sense of that, we don't want to tell you, you got to throw it all out and adopt urban code deploy. We're gonna, we want to bring in something like velocity and say, all right, you got a mess. You got 97 instances of Jenkins with 50,000 jobs across them. Um, let's bring some order to that chaos. Let's give you a view across that. Let's let's help you orchestrate across that. So that, that's kind of the two sides to the day two coin uh, from our perspective. Um, yeah, bunch of good stuff in uh, deploy seven. So it's not just the scalability. We redid the UI uh, to to make it a little easier to work with, a little cleaner. I think it's really beautiful. Um, you know, we made it easier to kind of manage uh, your processes that your automation processes that that could easily be shared across a bunch of different applications, and lets you kind of change them in a little sandbox and code review them and then publish them out to all of those applications that share them. We're calling that a, a safe edit capability. Um, we've added uh, a graphical designer for Terraform documents. So you want to describe how you're going to uh, publish out your workload. Uh, we'll do that nicely with Terraform. So just a, a ton of great stuff in there. Uh, big emphasis on helping our customers scale. Uh, really cleanly, and then uh, making sure we pick up all those new tech stacks like uh, Terraform. Got it. Got it. Cool stuff. So, Eric, you know, we we continue to see IBM moving forward with with Urban Code, and obviously, you've spoken a lot about you know a lot of the developments there and within the context of the continuing maturation of DevOps, but you mentioned that you're also doing or, or helping to manage some of the testing and, uh, add, uh, oh, yeah. I'm drawing a blank now. 
So cool. testing and service virtualization. Uh, so yeah. rational test workbench. Rational. rational. Excuse yeah. me. That's what I was thinking of. I apologize. Yeah. You know, we, um, we only have a minute or two, but give us a little update on that. Uh, we've, we've been doing a lot of good stuff, um, expanding so, some integrations for uh, mobile testing. Uh, the service virtualization is always really nice, particularly, you know, we've got a lot of customers trying to modernize their apps. So they say, okay, I've got some big workload. I'd, I'd like to bring it over to Kubernetes, you know, containerize it. And then you've got like the one thing. Um, that doesn't fit in a container, right? Some crummy appliance from a vendor or uh, maybe it's your mainframe, right? That's part of the app. And so uh, service virtualizations really having a good day to say, okay, we're going to stub out, we're going to virtualize out, you know, this, this thing that's holding you back from being able to really leverage cloud or dynamic infrastructure. And, um, then you're, you'll be able to leverage it in, in all these lower test environments. We'll bring that component back in for your late testing. And, and obviously it's there in production. Um, so yeah, the, the test area is really dynamic, uh, a lot of fun. Um, I'm surrounded by a bunch of great people in that area too. So um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I'd say how I look at it is the build deploy automation you have in something like urban code Right, that that's the skeleton for your continuous delivery. Right, that that sets out the path. All the work you do, right, is testing. Right, you're doing performance testing and security testing and functional testing and API testing, and and unit testing. We could go on for hours. Um, and so it, these things come together to to really be, you know, the the heart heartbeat of your your continuous delivery. So nice. Great. Cool. Well, Eric, it, it seems like, you know, you're certainly busy enough, huh? Not bored. Absolutely, man. Hey, we're, we're about out of time here, but I wanted to thank you for joining us today. And, um, we'll, you know, we'll have you back on soon. We'll probably be ramping up for IBM Think in San Francisco in a couple months. So maybe uh, before we, then we, we can catch up. Uh, absolutely. I'm going through session proposals now. I'm super excited. Cool beans. Eric Minnick, always a pleasure to have you here on DevOps Chat. Thanks for the updates and um, keep doing what you do, man. It's great. Cheers, Al. All right. That was Eric Minnick, uh, Urban Code, IBM, Rational. Uh, and this is Alan Schimmel of DevOps.com. You've just listened to another DevOps Chat. Have a great day, everyone.